Weekdays starting at 4 on NBC4. Another school year with so much uncertainty. News 4 is working for you, dedicating important coverage to keeping kids safe at school. Helping you navigate the biggest issues facing parents, children, and teachers. And giving you expert guidance from local doctors and educators. And showing you ways to manage stress weekday afternoons starting at 4. We'll help you get through the school year safely. Weekdays starting at 4 on NBC4. We're working for you. You got Scorpion versus Sub-Zero, Kano versus Sonya, Jax versus his arms. <laughs> but I want that fight between the Mitchells and the Machines, man. Who's going to win with that? You got it. Who's going to win with that, man? This is a movie. You know, now, you probably are saying it's a Mitchells versus Machines. I don't know what the hell that is. What kind of bullshit is that? Well, you probably had seen it. You probably heard of it back when it was called Generically Connected. <laughs> That's not the name of the movie, Generically Connected. It, yeah, yeah. It, 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 the name is Connected. It's generically called, <laughs> yeah. quote unquote, Connected. Yes. Yeah, people. You probably saw this world. A loving family having some problems. The daughter, she's old enough to go to college now. Not daddy's little girl anymore. And dad is uh, having a few problems connecting with his daughter at this point. She's all about technology. He's all about cutting shit out of wood. Yeah, <laughs> like out being the, an, outdoor, an outdoorsman. Being an outdoorsman. He plays with, hey, I'm not about that phone and calling people to come over and help me. I'm going to do it myself, man. I carry a screwdriver around everywhere mm -hmm. I go. In fact, I want y'all to do the same thing, too. My thing is taxidermy. <laughs> <laughs> so, when you know it, that as if the family wasn't having enough problems, the day they got to take they try to have a family outing, try to take the dad, tries to take the daughter to college so that they can bond. And they're just about actually getting there. They're about to actually make some sort of breakthrough with each other. And when you know it, that's when the machines decide to take over the world. <laughs> it was inevitable. It was. Damn, this family. The Mitchells cannot catch a break. <laughs> oh, or maybe, maybe an artificial intelligent sentient being trying to take over the earth or take over the world is exactly what is needed for the Mitchells to actually start communicating better. To, to come together. To come together. Let's go ahead and take a look at this latest animated feature from Producers Extraordinaire. What is it? Phil, uh, yeah, uh, Phil Lord and Chris Phil Miller. Lord and Chris Miller. Phil Lord, Chris Miller. Miller and Lord. What is that you're drinking right there? That's some of that Maker's Mark whiskey. Ooh, that sounds good, yeah. man. I might have to let you take the Pilot, see why I go get some. No, I can get it for you. Can you get some for yeah, me? You want something, Martin, too? Uh, no, I think I'm good. Okay. That was kind of my nice way of asking. Can you get some? For me? <laughs> no, thank you, man. I really appreciate it. While he's getting a drink for us, enjoy this trailer and our following review of Mitchell's versus the Machines. Let it begin. The last humans must be here somewhere. Wait. They're coming. Is that a burnt orange 1993 station wagon? Or is it? Ah, <laughs> who are these unstoppable warriors? We're the Mitchells, the only people who can save the world. I'm super sorry, everyone. Let me introduce myself. I'm Katie. I'm sort of a weirdo. My parents haven't figured me out yet. To be fair, it took me a while to figure myself out. My brother, also weird. Hi, would you like to talk to me about dinosaurs? 
No. Okay, thank you. And my mom. Candy face cupcakes. Ah. All of us, really. How about we put our phones down and we can make 10 seconds of unobstructed <laughs> family eye contact. Starting now. See, this is good right here. This is natural. Every family has its challenges. We haven't had a good family picture in years because you two are always arguing. For my family, our greatest challenge... Probably the robot apocalypse. Attention all robots. Capture every single person on the planet. What would a functional family do? Uh, butterfly formation! So we just do that, right? Who's behind this? Pal? I gave you all boundless knowledge, and you treated me like this. people left? It's up to us. Save the world. Katie, we're gonna do this together. Mitchell family on three! Mitchell family! Oh, sorry. Two! Sorry, sorry, sorry. One! Mitchell family! Find them now. Everything with a computer chip is alive! Mitchell's engaged! Ten and two. There you go. have always been weird. And that's what makes us great. Hold on a second. What's a Furby? You had to ask, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> I was surprised anybody even remembered a Furby, man. Sure. I was like, is, is Furby making a comeback? No, no. Man, man, Miller and Lord are just old enough to remember Furbies. Because the kids are like, what the fuck? Is <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, I didn't, I didn't know Gizmo was in this. <laughs> gremlins. I love Gremlins. Why would someone build that? I'm glad you caught that. <laughs> Got a drunk ass dog at the end. <laughs> oh. Well, Martin, you know what? Let me start with you, man. What you think? Well, I can tell you that uh, something I really like about Sony Animation is that Pixar has its look and it's very polished. Mm -hmm. And you get all the other studios who have that, we're trying to be Pixar, but we're not quite. Mm -hmm. But Sony has its own look where, with their animation, it's much more graphical and looks more like drawings. Like if you go to the Peanuts movie or into the Spider-Verse, and even this, this is adapted from you know this main artist's sketches, and it has that look about it. And I really like that. Uh, as far as the rest of the movie, man, I so wanted to love this, but just didn't. Ah. Well, first of all, I am right there with you, man. Great character design. Excellent character design. I, it, you know what it looks like? This looks like cool concept art before they turn it into the generic Pixar and Disney style. I've seen so many things where I've seen the concept art. I'm like, damn, I wish it looked like that. Yeah. Because this looks like... I mean, like, they, they got closer than most, but yeah, it's not. No, this right here, what they do here is that they put these lines over the characters, and then there's texture on there. Mm -hmm. It looks like... It looks like uh, they, they like the they they went in and colored the characters with markers and 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 uh, 
pencils, yeah, colored and pencils, even ballpoint pen. Or, yeah, it's it's they look like drawings come to life, and I love that, man. I love the look of this. You know the you know, the marker colors. By the way, as John Legend and and Christy Teagle, Christy Teagle as the colors. Like, yeah, because I looked at them and I said. I'm not even lying. I said, man, that's like John Legend and Christian. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, oh, I did so not funny. know. I, my dumb ass. I, did, I didn't know. I was like, are they, are they trying to do a riff on them? And then I found out they did the voices. Like, yeah, well, fuck. <laughs> but, yeah, there's a couple in there. It's a black dude. It's a black dude with an ambiguously confusing <laughs> racial, <laughs> yeah. ambig, ambiguously racially, racially confusing and, and, yeah, wife. Racially ambiguous wife, yeah. And the animation, you know, it complements the, the art style because the animation is so playful, man. There's a lot of notebook art type things that come, like pop up, like doodles pop up. Uh, there's always these little animations that pop up. It got weird. Sometimes things pop up, and I'm like, what the fuck is that? It, it's kind of random with the pop-ups because they don't stick around long enough. And even when they pop up, you're like, this doesn't really relate to anything I've seen so far. So I don't yeah. – I, I, I mean, like when I say I don't love this, it's because it's, it's 80% just quick gags and 20% let's stop to have a sentimental moment. Which they do about five or six times. Yeah, you know it's. This is like if you gave a, a nine year old acid or LSD. They this is probably what they be looking at right now. <laughs> you know, stuff. Yeah, it's it's all kind of stuff popping up. And to me, I liked it because it worked on a lot of levels. For one, it reflects the the main character's personality, Katie. Katie, who's voiced by if anybody's watched Broad City. Um, oh, what is that? Yeah, Abby, man. What? What? Uh, oh, they just showed her name. I didn't catch it because I didn't recognize her before. I never watched. Yeah, Abby, City. Abby Jacobson. Okay. If you ever watched that, they, I guess they kind of pitch shift her voice and made her sound younger. But she plays seventeen, eighteen year old Katie in this, and Katie's this filmmaker. But she's a filmmaker that's a product of the YouTube and now TikTok generation, where everything has these weird visuals on there. Mm -hmm. Everything moves fast. So. That art style complemented that right there. It's also adding to the just the absurd comedy that's here. And since this is a, a comment on tech and the internet, is meant to fit the message overall. So I think the the, the just the random art style that and, and the pop ups that went in there that was consciously done not just to just you know make it wacky. It was done because that's the culture mm -hmm. that we are in right now. Sure. You know, it's a very short attention span culture, which is, you know, they're something that they're addressing in the in the movie. Uh I tell you why I really did like it. I, I really like the Mitchells, man. Mm -hmm. The Mitchells who are voiced by Danny McBride and oh, what's the name from Saturday Night Live? Uh, Maya Rudolph. Maya Rudolph and Abby Jacobson and the kid that's in here, I forgot his name. I'll look it up in a little bit. But they, what I like about them is that, you know, there was there's conflict in this family, but it's conflict without all the whininess, without all the melodrama, without all the overdrama. You know, Katie has a problem with her dad, but there's never a moment where it's like, I hate you, or I wish you weren't my dad. You know, they man, they they have a problem, but they actually through the whole movie, they. They try to communicate. There are so many scenes in it, and it's hilarious the points where they try. They're trying their best. And it's just not, to the point they got to write scripts out to figure out the right thing to say. They fucking try, man. And it's a damn shame that these cartoons here 
communicate better than most real people in movies. There's never a moment where they are really just going after each other and they're whining about their problems. They actually try to work together. That's one of the things. That's one of the things that I hate in movies where they create drama because the characters didn't talk. Mm -hmm. They talk here. Yeah, I do hate that. And it's cool the way Katie gets along with her little brother, man. I thought the way she got along with her little brother was really cool. Because uh, her little brother, you know, look, her little brother, you can see right here, a little fucking weird ass. <laughs> You'll see in a little bit. But the way she gets along with her brother is really cool, man. Michael Rionda, uh, uh, Rionda plays her little brother. Uh, and, yeah, look, that little fucker's weird, man. He, and, and normally, he should be getting on people's nerves. Normally, people they would get to a point they would think that he needs help. Hi, would you like to talk to me about dinosaurs? Would you like to talk to me about dinosaurs? Like if you don't get your ass off this phone, like most people would hang up, but most, you know, a lot of people would be like, man, if you don't get your ass off this phone, quit bothering people, don't you call another person right now. Put that fucking phone down. You, hey, I'm only halfway through the phone book. Yeah, though. he's in a phone book calling people up talking about, I want to talk about dinosaurs. It's something wrong with him, but he, he didn't annoy me. I actually, I actually really liked him. And what I liked about what I liked about Abby, and I think little brother's Aaron, she really is a good a, a good big sister, man. They tease each other, but they do it lovingly. And I really liked that. They 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 came across as a real as a real family to me. And I love that in here. Sorry. They they did not come across to me as a real family. They came across to me as a sitcom family that they 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 shoved a plot on and put them on the road. And there was melodrama, even with the I can't I can't stand dad. He, he does this, and it was just so much going on. I was like, this feels written and not organic. And, yeah. And and you're you're right. Like the the you know the the brother does kind of weird. You know, he's he's weird, obsessive about dinosaurs, and I do like the relationship with him and the sister because usually with they with the siblings and an older sibling and a younger sibling, they're always fighting, and they don't do that. So that that in itself is refreshing. Yeah. But the family is always referring like, I know we're weird, we're weird. I was like, y'all aren't weird. People who 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 profess themselves as weird aren't weird. They just tend to be boring, and they want to think of that. But I was like, y you guys are just Midwesterners. Get over it. Wow, damn! You took this personal. <laughs> I did. Well, I didn't take it personal, but I, I was just like, this movie is a lot of tell, and it, what it does a lot, like there's just so much, there's so much put into the gags, especially the physical gags, which is going on. But it has a bad habit of explaining the joke to you and then showing it. And I was like, look, either do the gag or tell me about it, but don't don't do it and then show it. it you you you're, you're patting this out, and this movie's already longer than it should be i will tell you that this movie is too long and that's one of my complaints this movie is almost two hours long it's an hour and 40 it does not need to be that long man yeah the, um, the, the plot is simple yeah i you know i i think there was and i can see what you're saying now, i'm not going to try to you know tell you how you feel about anything or tell you what you like but i know i know there's been a couple of things that we have seen and you and you just said listen i just don't like this absurd frantic kind of comedy you know i i yeah, yeah. There's times I don't, but there's times I do. Yeah. I mean, if it if it strikes me as funny or clever, I'm 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 the first to go with. I it. just remember you got mad at TJ and I for laughing at Teen Titans. <laughs> you, you 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 couple of goddamn dudes in here laughing like hyenas and shit. I'm like, man, we 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 in a comedy. I'm sorry. <laughs> and then the, the only reason why I say it because I remember that review and you was like, I don't like this kind of fast, crazy kind of comedy and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, 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 no. I. 
I know how I felt. I feel about the Teen Titans Go, and this I didn't so much equate with that. It's just that it is a family comedy where I was like, man, if they put any traits in in this family that felt like like they would like based on a genuine family and not just sitcom families, I would go with it. But they didn't establish them as real people to me, and it was just a, a lot of it wasn't. It, I didn't feel like so much of this was random. It was just like a bunch of writers in a room throwing stuff out, and you're like, let's incorporate all that and keep it fast moving. But then it's completely slow down to have, but you know, I really do love you. And I guess when I said this, like those confessional moments, I'm like, y'all got about five of these in here. That's, that's ridiculous. It's only one time that another character calls it out and goes like, I want to hear this shit. Yeah. I was like, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah, I can dis. I, I guess I really disagree with you, man. I mean, not that it's a bad thing. No, you no, know? no, no, no. No, I'm not even challenging challenging you. I and and, 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 and I'm not like going oh, like, man, you're wrong. This oh, is how it is. I'm not even taking it that way. No, <laughs> yeah, not at all. No, I no, not at all. No, I, I, you know, I, I, when I say real people, you have to keep in mind though that I do realize I'm watching an animated film. Yeah. So when I say that I see them as a real family, I see them as a real family in the confines of an exaggerated, absurdist family comedy, animated comedy. And, you know, usually when you see these kind of movies, they especially in, in animation, they really do have that thing where these families are just very melodramatic. You know, tell mom, tell me to get out of my room or dad, mom, why are you treating me like this? I fucking hate you. Fuck you. You know, like, I, you know, I like that. I, the, the, the whole time the, play, the family was playful and they were loving and it drew me in. I enjoyed hanging out with this family. They did not get on my nerves like I thought a lot of these family comedies would do. Also, I you know I, I would I will admit that if you're not into frantic absurd comedy, then this is probably going to be a little overwhelming, because this is uh this is right up there with you know what Phil Phil Lord and uh, what's his name and uh, um, Chris, Chris Miller Chris Miller you know they didn't direct this but they produced this and this is right up there with some of the most frantic films like Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs which I actually love. Oh, I love that too. Yeah, but this is this is a this is a little extra from that and so this might be something that it could be a little too much for people. But like I said, I watch it in the context of of this is a comment about technology. And you know, and I guess because I mean maybe I just got through with my internet problems and I kind of related because I I am a part of this culture. This is an absurd comedy about all things internet culture. It's a funny comment on the Wi-Fi dependent culture. This is a comment on the hyper information age. This is a comment on the tech age. This is a comment on information as collateral and information as you know something as valuable that's being pretty much stolen from people. Uh, and I like all that, all that kind of related to it. Plus, I thought that they just did it in ways that were funny. They put jokes in there that I thought were keeping the movie from being heavy-handed and always keeping this humorous. And there are a lot of things I laughed out loud at. Howdy, y'all. I'm Mark Bowman, founder and CEO of PAL Labs. We here at PAL like to do the impossible. From the PAL personal assistant Hi. to smart appliances, to even teaching dogs how to talk. Oh, I am dog. God damn, I, I heard words hurt, but shit, you know. <laughs> Somebody unplugged that poor animal. <laughs> you know, there were moments in there that I laughed at, at, at scenes like that, and it's always going, it's always moving, it's always moving. I thought it was too long, and even then, it gets to it gets to be exhausting after a while. But I did really enjoy this kind of humor. You know, uh, 
like I said, it's a shame to say that I am a part of this culture that they were actually making fun of, that they're pointing, you know, that they're making a commentary. We all are. Yeah. But, I mean, look, man, you saw last week or a couple of weeks ago, <laughs> my internet was gone and my life went to shit. <laughs> and I had, to, I had to look in the mirror with shame. I was like, what have you become? <laughs> slave. Slave to, to, to the Wi-Fi. Slave to, slave, slave to the Wi-Fi. Slave to wires outside, man. Slave to the fiber if I can get it up here, man. <laughs> You know that there were so many jokes about people during the, uh, 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 a robot apocalypse. They didn't care. They didn't care about food, water, as long as they got. Some of them got caught with the promise of free internet. <laughs> some of them got caught because they they put up a hot spot where people could run to. People were ready to sacrifice each other to the to the great router. <laughs> this, you know this. There were so many clever things about that message that I that I loved about this man. You know, it's in the, and it is. It's a, it's sort of a family-friendly version of every robot takeover movie that we've seen. Uh, like I said, I read a book called Robopocalypse a long time, and they were supposed to actually make a movie about that. And this is the animated family comedy version of that, where hey, it look it takes just and this scares the shit out of me. It takes just one evil artificial intelligence sentient being to plug into a router somewhere and take over the world. <laughs> you know, we have cars online right sure, now. Sure, sure. So this is this was funny. Everything's got a chip in it. It does. That's right. Including our vaccinations. (laughs) (laughs) Got my chip. (laughs) The great Bill Gates. We thank you for our daily dose of information. I saw some other day where a guy he was like, no, here's the real truth. He cut open a mask. When the, those blue masks, and he pulled out a little chip from it with some tweezers, and goes, "See?" And he reached them back in there and started pulling out memory sticks. <laughs> what? <laughs> it was a joke. Whoa, like, okay. He was like the little okay. chip and make people go like, "Uh huh." Started pulling out memory sticks. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man. Man, you want that? You want that clean bandwidth? We all got to pay a price. <laughs> Thank you. I, I liked I liked the message. I just thought it was I was like, yeah, I, I dig this message. It's just, but you, you've taken it too far and made it so over the top that it, it, it more would have been. Le- I mean, less would have been more. Yeah. Well, what I love about the deal with this message that is talking about, like I said, everything from tech, AI, our dependence on the internet. It, to me, it never got heavy-handed with that message. And it wasn't even the focus. Out of all those messages they put in here, it still came down to a personal story about the family. And I appreciated that they kept it intimate like that through all the craziness that was going on. I really like the voice work in this, man. Voice work's good. No, I, there, there are people in here. There are people in here who I, who I thought... And let me pull up something real quick before a I lot of people from SNL in this cast list. Uh, you know, are they not? Because I don't want to spoil a couple of characters for you in here because there's some funny characters in here. But I, I, they probably were like those. Like there's two characters in there. Who who are the voices? You know the characters I'm talking. Yeah, about. Yeah, Beck Bennett and Fred Armisen. Those two robots. Oh, those are that's Fred Armisen. Mm-hmm. I did not know that. There's a lot of characters I like in here. Uh, I thought Eric Andre was really good as the tech guru. The guy who created PAL and is responsible for the robot tech apocalypse that's happening. And just like, because I, I think there's two people who do well that give a different persona when, they're in, when, when, when we see them in their flesh and blood. Danny McBride is a little crazy, mm-hmm. and Eric Andre is out his fucking mind. 
man. <laughs> I just love playing these things for Martin. I know, Come Martin, I know you Martin. do. I know you Martin. do. <laughs> Martin at the age now, like, boy, if you don't sit your ass down, <laughs> stop all this goddamn foolishness up in this hoop. This is comedy, huh? <laughs> <laughs> boy, if you, don't, if you don't stop tearing up this goddamn living room and sit your ass down somewhere. <laughs> Somebody had to build that. And they build it every show because he tears <laughs> that shit up. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mark. You know I like this kind of shit. Yeah, no. <laughs> you're, Boy, been you're, the, you're five. <laughs> it's been the constant struggle between Martin and myself. Martin, this is crazy shit. Get that shit out of my face. <laughs> hey! <laughs> I love this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Martin, if you notice, all these years I've never brought up this show to you, man. I never brought up Eric. Been saving it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> man, you got it. You, I can tell you though. I don't mean to mess with you, but you have the best expression. You just, man, you were you were great at deadpan. I'm, I'm playing all this crazy shit. He's ah, you just. You done? <laughs> you have you have amazing expressions for this stuff. Sometimes I mess with you because of that. I just I'm just looking. When you finish with that bullshit and you want to talk, you let me know. But the reason why I played that is because I thought Eric Andre was very very. You know he's 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 great at this voice of this character he is he is i i've gotten used to hearing his voice on disenchanted oh is he on that that's mm -hmm. right he is that that netflix show mm -hmm. yeah he that guy just he his his line readings are his performance you mean you the guy's performing amazing with just his voice and i thought it would and that's not anything crazy it's no. just that he's he just i mean his inflection and everything is just good he's just mm -hmm. he just has great timing with his reading yeah yeah i i, I loved him um uh, Olivia Cole Coleman, my cousin here, she's good. <laughs> I like her because I, I love this movie called The Favorite. Sure. And she plays the artificial intelligence here. And she is just an iPhone version or a cell phone version of the queen <laughs> from The Favorite. From The Favorite. Did you just look at me? Did you? Look at me. Look at me. <laughs> I love that movie, man. That movie's crazy, and I, I loved her performance here. She was just a, a tech version of that. Uh, you know, the criticisms that I have are, are with you, man. Uh, really? I, yeah, well, I think it's too long. And I've already said that I think that there's, with this movie, there are so, there are so many, there it is, there it is, there are so many squiggles and doodles and fun you know just little gifs and animations that are popping up on the screen uh that that might again overwhelm some people might be too much and i see that uh and there's going to be and this is not a complaint at all with me i'm not going to say what it is i just i'm wondering i would i would i would be disappointed and somewhat even happy if i saw people get pissed about a certain reveal in oh, this film that's so late in the movie it is. No, it is. But I'm just... And, and really, if you aren't listening, you'll miss it. If you aren't listening, you'll miss it. But, oh, man, those people always got their ear open for mm. that. You'll see. 
I'm gonna be pissed off if people get pissed off at that, and at the same time, I'm gonna laugh at their ass. Sure. Closing words, man. Uh, well, I mean, look, we we have a difference of opinion on it, so I I wouldn't say, hey, don't watch this. I can only speak for myself in that while this has elements of things I like, it was it was generic in ways that were disappointing and not as funny as it seemed to think it was. And from you know. I mean, it's not written by Miller and Lord, so I, I guess is what I should expect. It, it, you know, it definitely has their signature, but not in the writing. Um, and being as long as it was, it gave me a lot of time to just be there looking at just like all the minor things that I, I didn't like about it and, and rack it up. It's just, it's just one of those where it's like, hey, man, you know, it's, it's a, a new thing to watch with your kids. It's quality animation, but it it. It didn't really grab me. I was kind of waiting for it to be over, and I couldn't see myself watching it a second time. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a rental. It's a high rental. Yeah, I. You couldn't tell. I really love the approach they took, with the animation. I really love the approach they took with the message. I think it was a, again, it's I. What I saw was them actually using using a lot of visuals to deliver that message, in addition to. The storytelling. I really enjoyed that. And I like, you know, you heard me say I like this family. I like these characters a lot. Uh, yeah, if they, they could trim back, man. They could definitely trim back on this. What they're saying ain't worth that goddamn much, you know, that they got to spend that long talking about it. And there are moments where this is just a title card popping up every every 10 minutes. Yeah, there. and it's one of those movies <laughs> where characters, after being fearful for, for most of it, suddenly get almost superpowers out of nowhere. Yeah, well, they, they, they're they're suddenly badass warriors. So like, mm, okay. Well, again, it's it's sat it's satire. I know. You know it's, I know. It's, it's, I know. You know, I know. It, it, we, I know. we see that in movies a lot. We we do. We yeah. do. We do. I, we do. Yeah. It's just I I guess like when I see a movie like uh, say The Incredibles or uh, The Crudes, I I fall in love with that family. So when you get to that point, I'm with it. And with this, I didn't have that that lock with the family. Yeah, well, I guess I did, and I I I liked this enough to give us a. Uh, a low full price. I thought that this was a lot of fun. And it was a way to deliver a message about a lot of things that are happening right here. What I have to happen to be depressing or, again, heavy-handed with it. Uh thought it was a pretty clever film. I, You know, there's a, there's a lot of movies that I wouldn't watch again. But if this was on, I definitely... This is one of the few times that I said, man, I would just put this on just to watch for the art style uh, alone. Because above anything else... I mean, I think that's something that everybody can walk away from when they, if they see this. Whether you like the story or not, the art style and the, the animation method that they use is very good. If nothing else, it stands out. That, that's Sony's thing. Yeah, they stand out very much from a lot of these uh, animated films out there. It's, just, it's, a, it's pretty bad when I think I have to say that even Pixar is with a lot of movies. Not all, but with a lot of starting to get a generic feel. Mm-hmm with their designs so i yeah i really i was i really enjoyed this yeah it's a it's a it's a low full price for me the only people who can save the world i'm super sorry everyone let me introduce myself i'm katie i'm sort of a weirdo my parents haven't figured me out yet to be fair it took me a while to figure myself out my brother also weird hi would you like to talk to me about dinosaurs no. Okay, thank you. And my mom. Katie Face Cupcakes. Ah! All of us, really. How about we put our phones down and we can make 10 seconds of unobstructed <laughs> family eye contact. Starting now.
University of Maryland Global Campus was established to bring a respected state university education to working adults at home and abroad. 70 years ago, we sent professors overseas to educate service members and their families on military installations and on the front lines. Today, we're online because that's where working adults need us, that's where you need us. We'll support your commitment to being a successful student with services that fit your lifestyle, and we offer more than 90 programs and specializations for where you are and where you want to be. University of Maryland University College is now University of Maryland Global Campus. We go the distance because times have changed, but what we're made for hasn't. UMGC offers online support for veterans, including resources at the Veterans Resource Center, no-cost digital materials replacing most textbooks, virtual advising, transfer credits, and lifetime career services. Speak to our dedicated military and veterans advisors who can help you find the right degree for your career path. Visit umgc.edu. Certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV. When someone first comes in and you see that discouragement on their face, they've tried so many different products but nothing seemed to work for them, I'm able to take that disappointment and that pain and turn it into hope. You're listening to Mallory, an art support specialist at the Goodfeet store. And they try the art supports. It's a light up moment. You see their face brighten up. They go from feeling discouraged to being happy and hopeful again. For over 25 years, the Good Feet Store and our art support specialists have been helping folks live the life they love without foot, knee, hip, or back pain getting in the way. That's why this job is so important. You're helping people, getting back into the activities that they've wanted to do for a long time, doing the things that they love to do with their Good Feet Art Supports. We're able to help them and take them from the pain to the possibilities, and I love it. The Good Feet Store is located in Fairfax, Leesburg, Rockville, Baltimore and Hunt Valley, and in Annapolis in the Annapolis Harbor Center. For more information, go to goodfeet.com.